Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the daily show where I go over the news of the day in the world of entertainment and pop culture. I'm Edward Lauder, I'm the editor of Small Screen and let's just get right into the news today. The biggest news of the day was that Jared Leto is going to be playing the Joker again in in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Zack Snyder's Justice League? And this is pretty big news because um, the Joker, at least um, Jared Leto's version of the Joker, was pretty widely panned. People did not like his take on the character. And for good reason. It was kind of weird. It was very left field. It was, well, I say it was very left field, but actually it just wasn't really left field enough. It was just kind of a bit boring. He was playing him as a kind of gangster in the movie. But then again... There have been reports that a lot of his performance was left on the cutting room floor. David Ayer, for instance, has been championing um, uh, Jared Leto's version of the Joker, said he was fantastic on set, even though he went very method on set, but said that the stuff he was doing was groundbreaking. But since uh, 2016 Suicide Squad, we've actually seen uh, a much, much better and actually Oscar-winning version of the Joker in Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, uh, Joker in Todd Phillips's movie, uh, Joker, which won him an Oscar and was a much more interesting version of the character. But according to, this is, comes from The Hollywood Reporter, according to The Hollywood Reporter, we're actually going to see uh, a version of the Joker, well, we get, we're going to see Jared Leto's version of the Joker. Um, he's reportedly going to be filming reshoots for the movie, which is kind of interesting because um, it was just something I don't think anybody, anybody thought would happen. It's something that um, I'm actually quite interested in seeing because I do, I do think, I do believe in giving actors a second chance. I think Jared Leto is a very good actor. He's been brilliant in a lot of things he's been in but maybe the Joker he just took it kind of too far and too in in kind of a weird space he was in a weird movie as well let's let's be honest Suicide Squad is a very odd film I'm not a big fan of the movie I actually kind of really didn't like it at all Um, but I do think that there's there is room there especially if it I mean if Zack Snyder's bringing him back, it obviously means that there's something there that Zack Snyder wanted to use. So let's just wait and see. This is going to be a four-part uh, series now, the <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League that's going to air on HBO Max. I don't know where it's going to come to actually over here in the UK. I have no idea about that. But it's it's something that that I'm just very interested to see because this is a lot of, you know, the result of a lot of fan pressure. Um, but it does seem as though fans are a bit upset to hear that uh, Jared Leto is is going to be playing the Joker in the movie. A lot of people are kind of done with him and don't want to see him play the role again. But again, as I said before, I believe in second chances and I won't judge anything until I see it. So it could be brilliant and it could really add to the movie. We've also heard in the same, kind of they announced this kind of a bit randomly, but in the, in the same uh, article on The Hollywood Reporter, they also added that um, that Ben Affleck, Ray Fisher, and Amber Heard are also involved in reshoots, and that is, I mean, that I hadn't actually heard before. I knew that they were going to be involved in in the movie. There's lots of uh, speculation about Henry Cavill or whether he's going to do reshoots for the film and, and shoot extra footage. A lot's been said about Henry Cavill and, and Superman over the last couple of months, and a lot's been said about his version of Superman in the film. It's not what 
you know Zack Snyder had in mind I don't think it's what anyone really had in mind but then again when the movie came out the one thing I did like about the film was their take on uh, on Superman even though they, you had the whole moustache gates going on but what do you guys think about this uh, are you excited to see Jared Leto play the Joker again are you annoyed about this let me know in the comments below moving on it's also been reported that Ben Affleck has signed on to star in more Batman films with HBO. So this comes from a blog called The Culture Nerd. And um, I, I reported on it because uh, I'd seen a lot of people talking about it online. And um, I looked them up and it's one of these things that it's, it's kind of difficult to discern whether it actually is true or not. But they're saying it is. I like to give people the benefit of a doubt. So I ran with it. And also, I do know that Ben Affleck is actually very keen to play the role again, and we know that he's going to be playing the role again in the Flash movie. He was visibly and he was upset when when he was told he wouldn't be playing Batman anymore. It was a role that he really took to heart. He really loved playing the role. Uh, I think he did a great job, and many other people agree with me. His version of Batman is something that's more kind of akin to the video games, I think, that the Rocksteady video games. It's quite brutal. It, it, it's a ve actually a very brutal depiction of Batman, probably the most brutal we've ever seen. Um, it's very violent as well. But his there's that scene in um, Batman versus Superman when he's saving um, Martha, uh, Superman's well adopted mother, I suppose, Earth mother, which that scene is fantastic. Um, it takes place in a warehouse and it's really very special. And I would love to see more of that sort of stuff. And there's also rumors that um, they're actually, HBO Max is potentially working on a Batman and, and Joker series. And now that there's this news that Jared Leto is coming back to play the Joker, this actually gives more valid validity sorry, to those, uh, those rumors. It, it, it's possibly something that HBO Max is very keen on doing. And um, a, a reportedly Ben Affleck is now signed on to do more projects as uh, as um, as Batman so let's wait and see I think it's quite interesting that's why I ran with it today uh, I think I would really love to see it happen uh, I know there are a lot of other people that would love to see kind of more of Ben Affleck's Batman he's also looking a lot more trim than he was before uh, he's lost a lot of weight so is it for in preparation for the role uh, is it he's not as buff as he was when he played Batman back in Batman versus Superman but he's getting to a point where he's just very lean I mean that's all you really need I think for Batman I think they kind of went overboard a bit but what do you guys think are you would you like to see um, Ben Affleck come back as Batman would you like to see a series potentially with Ben Affleck in it and what about a Joker a Batman and Joker series let me know in the comments below moving on and we're going to move on to, it's again another Batman story. There's a lot of DC Comics news today. Uh, Michael Keaton addresses whether he's returning as Batman in the Flash movie. So this was kind of seen as true by everyone because I think it came from The Hollywood Reporter originally. So one of the big trades that uh, Michael Keaton is ret returning as Batman. But he was on Jimmy Kimmel Live being um, interviewed by Jimmy Kimmel. And he was actually quite coy about the whole thing he didn't say yes or no what he said is I can't confirm anything and then they went on to have a bit of a you know a little joke about comic book movies and of course Jimmy Kimmel has recently joked that he's going to be in Spider-Man 3 playing Craven the Hunter that is not happening by the way that's not not happening at all and then eventually 
Michael Keaton said, so we're having discussions, as they say, we're talking about it, we'll see if that happens. So, of course, the Flash is still in quite, it's not shooting yet, they're not shooting it yet. And it's still in quite early stages of development, really. Uh, I believe that the script is finished. So, and it's being directed by Andy Muschietti, who directed the It movies, uh, which I loved the first one, wasn't a big fan of the second one, but I'm very excited to see how, what he does with The Flash. Apparently Ezra Miller is going to be playing The Flash in this movie, even though there was some, there was that really weird video where he was seen strangling a fan, apparently in a bar in Helsinki, I think it was. And it's, it's, it's a film that I'm interested in seeing because they're going to be playing around with the multiverse. We know that Ben Affleck's going to be Batman in it. I'm, we're pretty sure, pretty certain that Michael Keaton's going to be playing Batman in it. There are rumors of all sorts of people being in this film. There are rumors that Wonder Woman's going to be in the movie. There are rumors that Ray Fisher's Cyborg is going to be in the film. So there's all this kind of stuff. This is almost going to be like, you know, Justice League 2.0 if this is the case. And there's going to be a lot of multiverse stuff. So a lot of actors from the past playing, you know, actors playing roles they played in the past in the DC Comics movies, which I think is fascinating. Um, and supposedly this is why uh, we're hearing reports of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being playing Spider-Man in Spider-Man 3 is because reportedly, again, this is a rumor, um, Kevin Feige kind of panicked, which isn't, I mean, that's a rumor that I don't like to hear. I didn't run with it because I was a bit like, oh, this doesn't sound, to me, this doesn't sound genuine. But that's pro apparently why we're getting kind of these multiverse versions of Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is because they've seen and heard what DC Comics are doing. I don't think that's true. I think they're sticking to their own plan. I think both studios, you know, Warner Brothers and, well, I suppose Disney, Marvel Studios are kind of doing their own thing with their own comic book movies. And it just so happens that, you know, they're kind of copying one another that kind of stuff often happens we often get years where we get two movies that are basically the same or about the same thing and very similar it happens a lot so and it doesn't mean one's copying the other it just means it's just kind of chance but what do you guys think is this something that you are you excited to see michael keaton's batman in the, in the flash do you think it's happening do you think michael keaton's just not saying anything because he's been told not to say anything let me know in the comments below so moving away from Michael Keaton and on to uh, Zack Snyder. So Zack Snyder's actually been receiving a bit of a backlash of late after having posted um, a video on his Twitter uh, account, on his Twitter feed that ended up actually being a Vote Joe Biden video. And people on Twitter weren't very happy with him for being getting all political. Um, I ran with this because it's... Um, it's something that I, I see quite a lot of, uh, people getting annoyed. So, for instance, it happened a couple of uh, weeks ago with Dwayne The Rock Johnson when he um, did a whole thing endorsing Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris. And, you know, it's very political. It's getting very political at the moment in the United States because there's an election coming up. And it's one of those things, it's like, I really, you, you can't really blame Zack Snyder for posting this. It was actually a video about Wisconsin, where he's from. And at the end, there's just that, a little bit at the end where it goes, vote Biden. You know, someone says vote Biden. It turns out it's a vote Biden video. And I think they got a bit annoyed about that because they felt like they'd been tricked. Um, I posted uh, an article on the site. You can go and have a look at it. There are some uh, some tweets there. They're basically the the safest tweets I could put because there were a lot of quite vulgar ones. 
um, towards him. But the, funnily enough, there was also quite a lot of uh, positivity towards um, Zack Snyder and him doing this. Uh, from both sides, from Trump supporters and and Biden supporters and people that don't support either side, you know, which there is a lot of in the United States at the moment. So I just thought it was, it's it's one of those stories that's it happens quite a lot, especially when an election's coming up. People get very annoyed when celebrities and creatives and people in Hollywood in positions of power start talking about politics. But it happens every four years, you know. But it happens a lot around election time. Which is, I mean, Chris Pratt recently got a lot of uh, grief online because people think he's a, a Trump supporter. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a Republican, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's a Trump supporter. And it's just one of these things that I think your political views that there isn't really, and Twitter is the worst outlet for it um, to express political beliefs because you will get chastised no matter what you say by people online because it's, it's a platform for that. You know, you have an, a, anonymity online and people can say whatever they want and be mean to whoever they want to be mean to. But I think we just got to, you know, chill, <laughs> I think is the best way to put it. And uh, a lot of people need to chill out when it comes to Zack Snyder's video. He has a certain political belief and of course he's going to use his platform to promote that. I mean, that's look, everyone, do, everyone does it in, in the entertainment industry. You know, and um, when they don't, I mean, Chris Pratt hasn't voiced any support for Donald Trump. They still get, you know, chastised for it online. So you can't win either way. But what do you guys think about this story? What do you guys think about Zack Snyder? Are you excited for Justice League? And have you seen the video he posted online? Let me know in the comments below. So moving on and finally away from the DC Comics universe and onto the Fast and Furious franchise. So it's being rumored that uh, Gal Gadot is going to be returning to the Fast and Furious franchise. And of course, this was the franchise that kind of got her into the public eye. Because before this, she hadn't been in a big franchise. And um, she she became quite quite a big name thanks to, in part, the Fast, Fast and Furious franchise. Of course, she then got the Wonder Woman gig and then she's now one of the biggest actresses in the world but um before before that she was in the 2009's fast and furious and she was then in fast five and fast and furious six and she was uh, referred to in fast and furious seven she uh, her character giselle yashar is closely linked to han um and we all know that fast nine if well we all know if you've seen the trailers for fast nine then you'll know that han is coming back even though he supposedly died in uh, in tokyo drift we also know that giselle died at the end of fast and furious six It's you know pretty certain that she died but we also know I'm saying that quite a lot tonight but we do also know that uh, the fast and furious franchise is supposedly ending uh, in after so we're going to get fast and furious 9 fast and furious 10 and fast and furious 11 so she's not going to be in Fast and Furious 9. She's definitely not in that film. But according to We Got This Covered sources, sources she's um, most she's she's in talks to reprise her role as Giselle in Fast and Furious 10 and possibly 11. And people are probably like, well, how can she do this? She's dead. But then again, this is the Fast and Furious um, franchise, which is basically a telenovela. And people can come back. Uh, we've seen it with Michelle Rodriguez. We've seen it with Han. It happens quite a lot. Um, the only, I mean, 
it's one of those things that kind of it, it makes sense to bring her back as well because it'll kind of be I, I'm imagining that the last two films which are supposedly going to be directed by Justin Lin who's in talks to direct those movies who actually directed I think I think probably all of the movies that um that Gal Gadot was in all the uh, Fast and Furious movies I'm not I'm not sure about that don't don't quote me on that but um yeah, it kind of makes sense to bring her back because these last two movies will be a celebration of the franchise. And she's now a very big name and she made her name, you know, in part thanks to the Fast and Furious movies. But what do you think? What do you guys think? Would you like to see her return as Giselle in the Fast and Furious movies in either 10 or 11? Let me know in the comments below. Moving on. Moving on to Amber Heard. <laughs> From Gal Gadot to Amber Heard both involved in the DC Comics universe um, and this is a move uh, is a uh, is news specifically about her playing Mira in um, Aquaman 2 so it's being reported by Grace Randolph who is a, a serial kind of scooper youtuber she does basically does what I do where she does these live streams and she talks about pop culture mainly movies and a lot about comic book movies and she took to Twitter uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. And um, she revealed that Ezra Miller and Johnny Depp are definitely going to be in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 3. And that Amber Heard is definitely going to be in Aquaman 2. However, they're shooting, they are shooting so that Depp and Heard's roles can be decreased if bad press. And then she also added that a new female character will be in Aquaman 2. So this is, of course, in relation to the uh, current. Um, <laughs> so Johnny Depp's trial against uh, against the Sun newspaper, uh, which is involves his time married to Amber Heard, and involves the fact that he was labelled a wife beater in one of the Sun's articles, and he is now suing them over that over defamation, and a lot a lot has now come to light about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's uh, relationship and what was really going on Amber Heard of course claimed um she claimed that she was a victim of domestic abuse and it, that is a big claim to make and uh, Johnny Depp is now saying that those claims were unfounded and untrue and it's um it's one of these kind of news stories and trials that's taken it's taken the world by storm it's certainly taken my sight by storm because people love to read about this but it's something that is um it's actually really, really serious, and and just trying to get to the bottom of what really happened is is, I mean, it's going to be virtually impossible. But there were tapes released of Amber Heard, but you know, of conversations between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, and it really doesn't sound very good for Amber Heard. So it's it's one of those things that apparently, no matter what happens in the trial, uh, Amber Heard will still be an Aquaman too, and will still be playing Mira. They're not going to recast Mira, which is what a lot of people were calling for basically a lot of people have been asking that she be stripped of the role of Mira and someone else come in and play the role there are lots of other actresses out there that could play the role just as well probably even better than she, than she did although I personally do it's it's really tricky because I think she's actually really good as as Mira I think it's um it's a role that in the first Aquaman movie I I, I thought she was good <laughs> I'm gonna be honest I, I mean I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Aquaman. I think I thought James Wan's film was was actually really quite watchable in a weird way. Even though I I was watching it kind of thinking this is utterly ridiculous, but I was enjoying it and I did think her performance in it was actually quite good. And I thought her chemistry with Jason Momoa was very good as well. 
So it would be to some extent a bit of a shame um, to 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 have someone else come in and play that role, and because she uh, she was good in that film, but again, it really is actually quite a big. It's a very big story, really, and the fact that you know if it does come out come to light that she was lying about being a victim of domestic abuse, then probably something should be done, and Warner Brothers should probably do something about that. If it comes to light that Johnny Depp was lying, which is also, I mean, probably possible, I don't know, then probably something should be done about him being in Fantastic Beasts and where to find them three. We won't know until everything, I mean, everything I suppose has been heard, but really a lot of people are making up their own minds. It's, you know, you're kind of going on a knife edge with, with this story because it's, it's a really complicated and twisted story as well and it's something that's been rolling on now for months and years and it's i mean i personally would like to see it come to an end because um it's not a nice story to talk about and it's also people's careers are on the line here i mean johnny depp reportedly lost his role as captain jack sparrow because of all of this and that was uh that was a really important role for him like uh as far as money's concerned uh, it seems as though you know he's got a lot of expenses coming out, and uh, it was it was a big paycheck for him. And it's also not just that; it's his career you're talking about. Um, his name has been tarnished, and it's you know he's trying to bring that back, and that's what this whole uh, case is about. Really, it's about clearing his name, and for him to be able to get past all of this. And Amber Heard is kind of this is, is in a similar situation. But it could be, it could be, the ramifications of this could be huge. Um, but what do you guys think about this? Do you think that she should keep her role as Mira in Aquaman 2? I know there are people that think that. Or do you think she should be um, fired from the role and, and replaced? Or they should just get rid of the role entirely and bring in another character? What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments below. So let's move away from that and uh, on to happier, happier news. And that's that... Um, Ewan McGregor has been talking about, uh, sorry, I get rid of that. It's been up there for a while. Ewan McGregor has been talking about coming back as uh, as Obi Wan Kenobi and has actually been suiting up for the role. He's uh, been meeting with costume people and he has revealed that he's thrilled to be wearing his Jedi robes again as Obi Wan Kenobi in the upcoming Kenobi series. So he previously revealed that. Uh, Kenobi was going to be um, filming in March of next year and but he's apparently already in, like meeting with costume people and getting costumes done which of course is to be expected you know it's, it's, it's actually even though March is we feel like it's quite far away they still need to prepare for this so he was actually on um, on the Happy Sad Confused podcast and he said uh, I walked and I walked into the dressing room there were my beige beige cloaks and my belt and boots and my old costume. It was amazing. And then he went on to say, I'm very excited. I am really very excited about it. We've been talking about doing the series for four, five, maybe more years. I'm excited about the fact that it's a series as opposed to a movie. It gives us more space. And I'm mainly excited because of the Mandalorian series, which I thought was really... I'm sorry. I'm mainly excited because of the Mandalorian series, which I thought was really good. We're going to adopt some of the technology that they utilized in that filming. And I'm working with Deborah Chow, who directed some of The Mandalorian. And I'm really excited about working with her. So he's very excited. And he is very excited to see the the, the robes again. And I think everyone is. I think, you know, it, 
this is a series that we've been waiting for for a long, long time, ever since it was announced at D3, uh, D23, sorry, by, um, well, by him and Kathleen Kennedy on stage. And it's something that uh, Star Wars fans have been dying to see. Are you dying to see it? Are you excited for the Kenobi series on Disney Plus? Let me know in the comments below. Moving on, another person who's very excited about a new series is Warwick Davis. So Warwick Davis, it was announced uh, yesterday actually that um, they're going to be making a new Willow uh, D Disney Plus series, which is another thing that people have been waiting for for quite some time. But it just, um, <laughs> we, we were waiting for actually a sequel, for a movie sequel, but that, that never really happened. And uh, But now we've got this news that uh, Crazy Rich Asians director John M. Chu is going to be directing um, the new series and that Ron Howard is going to be producing. And uh, yeah, so on, it was actually, this was posted on Lucasfilm's website. So Warwick Davis said, so many fans have asked me over the years if Willow will make a return and now I'm thrilled to tell them that he will indeed. Many have told me they grew up with Willow and that the film has influenced how they how they view heroism in our own world. If Willow Ufgood can represent the heroic potential in all of us, then he is a character I'm extremely honored to reprise. So yeah, he's he's excited. I'm excited. Um, the Willow actually, you can watch Willow now on Disney Plus. It's a really really good film. Uh, I think. Um, I mean, there are some problems with it. It's, it. It might have dated a bit now, but I'm really excited to see them return to this to this world. I'm excited to see what John Chu can do with it because he's a really interesting director. I loved Crazy Rich Asians. And um, I think it's just a lot of excitement around all of this and around Disney Plus um, series coming out in the future. Are you excited for this Willow series? Are you looking forward to seeing Warwick Davis play Willow again? Let me know in the comments below. Moving on. And we're going to move on to uh, <laughs> a story that I was quite... <laughs> I thought this is really, really funny, actually. So we reported a couple of days ago now that um, Rahul Kohli was in talks to play Ezra Bridger in The Mandalorian, which is, I stand by that, it's true. He is he is in talks, but he has been, um, he, he loves to troll people on, on, on Twitter. Uh, he's very good on Twitter. If you, if you don't follow him, you should follow him. He's really very funny. But um, today he said, I'm not playing Ezra Bridger. I'm not in The Mandalorian. I've not been in talks with Disney slash Lucasfilm about anything. I do have a large penis. And that is uh, very much his sense of humor. And um, I mean, I, I was told that I was told that he's in talks uh, to play Ezra Bridger by sources that I do trust. I really, really do trust these guys um, because <laughs> I, I'm just I've um, I met I'm when I was told this, I was constantly asking them to ver I was trying to verify it as much as I could and they I mean to me I, I trust them implicitly the thing is is that he he kind of uh, let the cat out the bag really when he was talking about it on Twitter uh, this was a couple of weeks ago now he was talking about uh, potentially playing Ezra Bridger and he was kind of, I mean, I say he was talking about it. He was he was leaving little clues uh, that, that he was in talks. And then he made, he came up, because it kind of, it, it it snowballed and people kind of understood what he was saying. And then he had to come out and say, actually, I'm not, because nothing's been confirmed yet. Ezra Bridger is definitely coming to The Mandalorian Season 3. And he is one of the, one of the actors that Lucasfilm and Disney are very keen 
to talk to more and to potentially cast as Bridger because he's actually going to play a key role in season three. Ezra Bridger is uh, one of the remaining Jedi in the galaxy. We know that, uh, along with Ahsoka Tano and, of course, uh, Luke Skywalker. And the whole, the whole kind of story arc of uh, the Mandalorian is that uh, Mando has got to get Baby Yoda back to the Jedi, which is why Ahsoka Tano is going to be in season two. She's going to be the main Jedi in season two. I, th- I'm, I have been informed that she will be the only Jedi in season two, as played by Rosario Dawson. And then in season three, uh, Ezra Bridger is going to play a, a vital part in season three so it's one of those funny stories that i just i, I follow him and I, I i find him quite hilarious actually on uh, on twitter and uh, it was something that he tweeted today and i just could not not write about it if that made any sense but what do you guys think would you do you think rahul Kohli would make a good ezra bridger are you excited for uh season uh season three uh, season two sorry which is uh, coming out in a couple of days i believe it's eight days away now on disney plus let me know in the comments below moving on and uh, moving on to our final story of the day is actually pretty much related to what I was talking about before. I'm going to bring it up here. So, so yeah, so I'm just bear with me for a second. Here we go. Ahsoka Tano is going to be uh, only in one episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. So this was um, this was told, this was reported to me by... Uh, multiple sources actually and um, they were they were pretty adamant that this is this is going to be this is happening this is the case and if you see here so I, I often it, I, I always ask my sources if I can direct quote them because it really does help the article and um, it also saves me time because <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to reword everything they say but they often say yes and two of the two of the sources said yes and they said Ahsoka so I'll get it up here they said, you can see it, Ahsoka is, uh, is only going to be in one episode of the man- of season two, but the idea is to have her be in uh, be one of the main characters in season three. So that's, that's actually really, really big news uh, because um, they, I was also told that uh, she's going to be in episode six in particular. So the second uh, source that spoke to me. So I'm trying out a new thing. So it's a bit different. Okay. The second source said that Tano will only um, will only be in one episode of The Mandalorian Season 2, and that's episode 6. So um, this kind of made sense to me because it had been previously uh, leaked by Emra Kaya, who's the guy behind the, the, Vol- the Vol- um, Vulcan reporter. Uh, he revealed all the episode titles of Season 2. And episode six is called The Sorcerer. And we already know, thanks to the trailers, that Mando refers to Jedi as sorcerers. So this is the episode that, according to my sources, that Ahsoka Tano is going to be in. And um, and it's the episode where Mando meets Ahsoka Tano and hope, I mean, probably either hands over Baby Yoda to her or they, I mean, it'd kind of be a shame to split up Mando and, and Baby Yoda, but it's going to happen at some point. So she's, I think that, well, according to my sources, and I'm, I'm 100% positive this is going to happen, is that in, C, in uh, season two, we're going to see Ahsoka Tano played by Rosario Dawson in episode six, and that's it. She won't be in any other episodes, which is, I mean, 
I'm I'm thinking that's actually quite a good thing because that means that we're going to see more of her in season three and potentially even a spin-off um, series with Ahsoka Tano, a spin-off live action series. But it's something that they're looking to do. They're looking to introduce these characters from possibly the animated series or just new characters, introduce them in The Mandalorian, and then they want to expand those characters in spin-off uh, series. It's kind of, I think that's where the future of Star Wars is going to lie. It's in these spin-off series and these Disney Plus series, and less so the movies. So what do you guys think? Are you guys excited to see this? Do you think this is something that um, that needs to happen? Do you want to see more spin-off series with these Star Wars characters from shows like Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars The Clone Wars? Is that something you think needs to happen? Or do you think Lucasfilm should just concentrate Sorry, <laughs> should just concentrate on making new things, new properties. Let me know in the comments below. And that's it. That will be it for today. Uh, there was quite a lot to get through today, but thank you very much for watching. You can follow Small Screen uh, on social media everywhere at Small Screen GB. That's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And also you can find us on YouTube. And you can follow me on Twitter at EJ Lauder. And if you don't like watching these things, if you rather listen to them, I don't know when you're on a run or going around, if you can at the moment, uh, then you can also find it, find this show as a podcast. At, it's called Small Screen Stories. And that's everywhere where you get your podcasts from. And thanks so much for watching and listening, guys. I will see you here tomorrow for another show for tomorrow's news. Let's see what happens tomorrow. It's an exciting world. There's still stuff happening, which is quite amazing, even though we're currently in lockdown and there's a global pandemic. There's still stuff happening every day in the world of entertainment and pop culture. But thank you so much for listening and watching, and I'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye.